This is the Halftime Show with Uma Adori on Pulse95. The show is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or if you're chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting on the hour. And boy, what a show we have in store for you today. My man Ian Riddick is in the show today. If you don't know, you're about to know because this athlete, man, I'm telling you, I've been following this guy's progress for a number of years and he's here in the studios. We're talking high beams. We're talking about the mental fitness. We're even going to put him through the fire round on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Uma Adori on Pulse 95. Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95 FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broker, Casting authority, or if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube, I promised you that I would get this guest on, and he is here in the building. Ian, welcome to the show, man. Omar, what's going on with you? How you doing? I am great. How are you, bro? Man, great to have you here. Oh, it's great to be here. You know, and uh, I know we've been talking for a little while, but you're here now. I am. And I there's am. plenty to talk about on the show. Um, we are going to give a couple of shout outs as well to everyone who's tuned in from High Beams as well. Oh, indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. Fantastic, fantastic group of people. And um, Ian, I want to know more about you, man, as an athlete, as a person. So let's start off with, obviously, you come from an athletic background, mm-hmm. an athletic family. Mm-hmm. How was that growing into that? Um, first of all, I want to I jump the gun on this one. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, for those that don't know, I am on air, right, <laughs> with with personal trainer of the year, with with Amazon bestseller, with sports radio He's personality of the year. He's too good. He's too good. This man knows how to get his message across and communicates. Omar, thank you I for having me that, here man. today, man. I appreciate, I appreciate that. it. What an intro. Hey. Yeah, you can take my job, hey, this man. This is your world. <laughs> <laughs> this is your world. We're just living in it, brother. I appreciate that, man. And it's it's such an honor to have you on the show, man. Like I said, I've been I've been following your progress for a while. And I want the listeners also to know more about you. So from the athletic background, mm-hmm. the athletic family, how did it start for you? Um, my father mm-hmm. was an American football player. Okay. His brother was an American football player in NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, my two older cousins are American football players in the NFL. Right. I grew up in that arena literally yeah yeah um i only knew that you know okay. when people say their their parents are doctors lawyers uh firemen police officers my my family's a football family mm. so i was in locker rooms since i was a baby my mom take, took me to football games as an infant right that's what i knew to be normal okay okay um so this is uh, you know athletics and sport is just that that's just what we do as a family that's what i know to, uh, that's my normal yeah and and when we're talking age we're talking like infant age like baby age Oh, my father was drafted mm-hmm. two weeks before I was born. No way. So, okay. I mean, I've been to more professional football games yeah. from the age of birth to 10 than most people have ever been in their lives. Wow. So, okay, I was, okay. it was right into his rookie season. Yeah. I was four months old. And and does that start the birth of the athlete in you? You start, I mean, you as, as we know, children are exposed to what they're exposed to and they absorb everything. Yeah. That's what I absorbed. Mm. I absorbed dad going to work. I absorbed dad being on the football field. I absorbed athletes around me, top caliber Hall of Fame NFL players, mm. would come to the house for dinner. 
Right. And the conversations are of those people in that industry. Yeah. So again, it's just, it was my version of normal. Those were my family friends. Those were my, I played with their kids. I'm still in touch with a lot of those kids that, okay. you know, obviously we're now adults. Yeah. That was the community that I was involved in. Okay. And at what point do you pinch yourself when you're in that kind of environment that we watch on TV and you're like there in it? You know, not until later. Okay. Not okay. until as I got a bit older mm. and realized that it wasn't everyone else's normal. Right. Because, you know, my dad went to work, his job just happened to be on TV, mm. was what it was when I was a kid. Okay. And then growing up and you realize the amount of people that will never experience certain things, that don't understand, well, my dad goes to the bank and does his job. That's not the same thing. And it's it's just interesting to, to note the experiences I had as a kid, again, some people may never experience and you don't get to really appreciate that until mm. you're a little bit more mature in life. And we got a couple of questions coming in. Our very own Maria yeah. drops a question. She goes, who did his pops play for and did Ian play without growing up or DB? <laughs> you have to excuse Maria, man. It's been a long day. <laughs> No worries, Maria. How are you? First of all, thank you for your question. Yeah, um, my so she, father. Yeah, who did played, you play for? My father played his entire career with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, okay. Uh, from 1981 to 1990. Nice. Uh, I did not play professionally, unfortunately. The the genetics did not get all the way down to me. <laughs> I did. I did play Division One football for the uh, Pittsburgh Panthers. Okay. So I did play at the University of Pittsburgh, and my brother was fortunate enough to play at the uh, Ohio State University. Mm. The Ohio State the University. The Ohio. See, I see why you said that. Hey, every, everybody from the Ohio State University. <laughs> knows what that is so <laughs> i think her question was which position did you play? absolutely i was a defensive back uh, okay. in college okay. and then growing up i played both quarterback and defense okay okay and when you're when you're in that environment and you're watching these athletes do you kind of find yourself in it or you just you're just part of it without even noticing because you said you started from a very young age so you're watching all these professional athletes is that your sport without question or it always has been okay for me it always has been okay i know my, my dad didn't want me to play football really why because he knows what it took the toll it took on his body okay. it's, a, it's a collision sport absolutely and especially back then in the 80s they didn't have the safety requirements that they had now they didn't have the knowledge that they right. have now so he wanted me to be a golfer he wanted, no, me, he wanted really? me to play baseball okay okay you know? yeah, and, yeah and yeah. i was I, I was an above average athlete um, and I played year he, round. He was fit enough to do what he wanted. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just translate. Okay, go on, carry on. <laughs> and, and so uh, I chose football. Right. Um, it was, it's just what I loved to do. Okay. It made me feel the way no other sport made me feel. If, if you grew up in a different time from when you grew up in American football, would you probably have prolonged it with the science behind it? I think so. Mm. I think so because, yeah, the as we get older and as as science progresses, we see these athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. Um, would I have been able to keep up? I hope so. But the science is the same for them as it would have been for me. Mm. So regardless of the era I was in, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, we all had the same science available to us. Yeah, I hear you. So I hear you. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know okay. if it would have made me a better athlete or not, depending on how it would have impacted me personally. Yeah. But and we also, were all level playing field. And also with the awareness on concussion and dementia and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff, that would also kept it longer. Um, another question here. Curious to know his 40-yard dash time. Oh. 4.3 seconds, question mark? Not even close. <laughs> I am... I am... <laughs> I, my 40-yard dash time uh -huh. was horrendous. No. My 40-yard dash time was probably high 4-6, okay. which as a DB is not good. 
However, my start was terrible. Okay. And that's why my overall 40 was bad. I'm not a track athlete. Right, right, right. But if you get me on the field, yeah. my turn, my turn and go, my yeah. change of direction, Fine. That, that was different. There you go. I, there I, you have I could it. cover some ground. <laughs> there you have it. And that's the first segment on the Halftime Show. We're just getting warm here, so don't go anywhere, folks. Stay tuned on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international and local. And if you're tuning on the Instagram Live, you could see that, yes, my twin brother is here in the studio. <laughs> in the studio with me everyone that's uh, that doesn't normally see my man Ian is probably thinking huh <laughs> how did you get two of those in one screen he's right there on the Instagram live right now and uh, Ian I wanted to ask you man um, I'm really intrigued by high beams right mm. high beams for me I've seen it from afar I've seen it up close and I wanted to know how it started and I love music. You mm-hmm. guys have a big association with music. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there's a DJ that also helps set this up from the scratch. Tell me how High Beams started. So, High Beams mm-hmm. came about our dear friend Corey, mm-hmm. aka DJ Crown Prince. Shout out to DJ Crown Prince. One time for the mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, as we do in our age, got a little chubby, <laughs> right? And, and, and he was saying, look, man, I need to do something to get back into shape. He also was an athlete, so he, he wanted to get back to a, a, a semblance of his former self. Okay. And he was like, look, guys, I know I can't do this by myself. I need some help. I need some motivation. Yeah. So he got in touch with a track coach mm-hmm. and started doing some track drills and was like, guys, come with me to keep me steady, to keep me consistent. Mm-hmm. So two of us showed up on a Tuesday. Five of us showed up the following Tuesday. Ten of us showed up the next Tuesday. And we just kept doing it. We'd be at the beach. We were in Sports City. Um, one of the guys that we got in touch with happened to be the managing partner, or excuse me, the, the marketing manager of Puma. Okay. And so that's where that connection came into play. Mm. And a handful of us that are in the nightlife industry. Yeah. So, you know, as we're getting a little bit more fit and we're getting back to our former glory, if you will. Yeah, yeah. You know, we start to, we incorporate the music because we're all in that industry. Okay. So as we're running, we play, you know, we got this mix playing on the side or we yeah. have that music playing on the side to keep us motivated as well. Okay. And so that's where all the sport, all the music, all of the camaraderie really came from. And what year was this? Oh, this was five years ago, almost okay. almost six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and so it started off as an idea. Uh-huh. And also a bit of accountability. Oh yeah. And now it's 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 massive. It is it is indeed a bit more. Yes. It is indeed a bit more. We've had the pleasure of doing events in South Africa. Okay. We've done events in Lisbon mm-hmm. right before COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had an event scheduled to do a marathon in Greece for the hundred year anniversary of the Olympics, I believe it was. Yeah, okay. And it okay. was it was a big thing. It was called Rundalism and it was beautiful events. Yeah. Crews from all over the world um, getting together. We threw a massive party in Lisbon. We'll have to talk about that off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question here from uh, from Shay Matt saying, Ian, how do you reset? <clears throat> well, for those that know my previous uh, position being in nightlife again mm-hmm. For me, resetting is either reading or music by myself. Okay, I like I, that. I am, since I was a kid, I'm very comfortable on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I like to take a deep breath, get into a book, get into some music, uh, doing the dishes, mm, mm. you know, throw on some Anita Baker and, and, and do the dishes. Like this morning. Bro, let me tell you this morning, <laughs> for those who know, Anita Baker, you bring me joy. Okay? For those who know. Um, but it, it takes me back to when I was a kid. Yeah, amazing. And she's also asking here, Shema, how do you stay motivated and keep yourself motivated? Um, accountability. Again, this was part of the athletic mindset that was ingrained in me as a kid. Mm. And no one, I often tell people this, no one's going to be able to push me harder than I can push me. Right. I'm always going to be my toughest critic. Mm. Um, so I stay motivated because I want to be at a certain level. I want to be able to physically move at a certain level. I want to look a certain way. So I want to at least make sure that I keep my standards mm -hmm. met. And that's that's kind of how I stay motivated. And I think one of the, the the strongest forms in an athlete and in yourself growing up in that environment is mental fitness. Mm -hmm. Now we mm -hmm. talk about mental health a lot on the show, but one of the things that intrigues me most about having guests like yourself is to try and dive into the mental side of the game. How do you stay mentally fit? Um, worrying about me. Okay. Okay. It's it's so much easier said than done. Yeah. Because the outside influences is really what brings a lot of people adds unnecessary pressure to a lot of people mm -hmm. for me i can only be the best version of me right right so if someone's trying to compare me to someone else that's not going to work mm -hmm. that that's not that's not going to solve my problems not going to help me get to where i need to be i need to be better than i was yesterday yeah and as long as i take care of me that's that's kind of the scenario as far as athletics go mm -hmm. not in a global yeah. situation but as long as i take care of me athletically that's that's kind of how i i stay mentally fit because I control what I control. Mm -hmm. and, and earlier you talked about being comfortable in your own skin, being able to disconnect and block out the noise. Mm -hmm. But what advice would you give to the people that struggle with that? Find good people to support you. Mm. I have been very fortunate enough to have a great, great circle that keep me grounded, um, keep me focused, and I don't ever consider my circle outside motivation. Right. Um, my circle knows me and they know when to leave me alone and they know when I need them. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say find you two or three. You really don't. Everyone that's trying to, you know, have the most followers or the most friends or the most. You don't need all that. Mm -hmm. You need two or three. My my mother, my brother and a handful of my friends mm -hmm. always keep me me. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say lean on them. It's OK to ask for help. Yeah. It's always okay to ask for help um, and lean on your friends because they're there to help you. Mm. You don't have to shoulder it always on your own. Um, I think that's that's really, really important to know. Mm. And talk about leaning on friends. Mm. We spoke about high beams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we got a lot of good people in that group. Tons. Yeah. How do they add their own flavor into such a colorful pot? You know, I, I think that's exactly what they do is they they add their own flavor mm. the authenticity of who they are yeah is what's crucial to the group we don't ask anybody to be something they're not mm -hmm. we don't ask anyone to perform in a way that they can't perform mm -hmm. um a lot of people say they'll see some high beam stuff some mm -hmm. footage like man i gotta get in shape before i come work out with you guys yeah you absolutely don't there's no one's trying to win the olympics mm. nobody's trying to show out or show up you know we just need people to be there and do the best they can do go at your own pace 
be your own person and you'll be more than welcome into the group mm -hmm. so I, I think by being themselves and being authentic is how people bring their own flavor to the group do you do you know the number of how many there are in high beans group um there was just a recent reshuffling okay but at one point there was 23 of us wow yeah. okay and is there a is there induction or initiation phase oh there absolutely is <laughs> exactly. oh there, there absolutely is tell me more about that um we've had we've had stairs we've had burpees we've had various athletic challenges um you know it, it's a, it's a lot of fun by no means is there ever any bullying or anything <laughs> that people can't handle yeah. we, we make sure we tailor it to the group okay but we also make sure to motivate and push you i like that so if you think you can do 10, we're going to get you to do 12 mm -hmm. and and then and welcome to the team. You know what I mean? There so you that, go. That's kind of how we play. <laughs> there you go. We're two segments in on the Halftime Show. Make sure you don't get it. I want to play you some flowers, AJ Tracy and Georgia Smith. And we'll be right back. And we're going to put um, Ian through the fire round. What? No, I wasn't lying. What? That's 100% true. What? And it's going to be right after the break. <laughs> See you after this. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adori on Pulse95. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm here with Ian Riddick on the show today. and We're having a good time. And as you know... All the behind-the-scenes footage that you guys don't see is always the best time, man. So shout-out to everyone who's tuned on the Instagram live at Omar Duri. We're having some fun here, and a lot of people are commenting already on my twin brother. I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> let this out on air, but yes, he is. So therefore, um, we're having a good time in the studio, and the vibes are right, as always. Ian. Yeah. It's that time, man. Yeah. It's the fire round time. Let's it is go. The, <laughs> it's the fire round time. We're going to ask you, we're going to throw some things your way. You, there's no wrong answers. It's all based on your opinion. And we're going to uh, put you through this. So let's switch out the music just a little bit. Give it a bit more upbeat. Where's that uh, fire at? Where's that fire? <laughs> <laughs> all right. First question. Ian, favorite cheat meal? Ooh, favorite cheat meal. Mm. Ice cream. What kind of ice cream? Cookies and cream. Okay. Why did a chicken cross the road? Because it was afraid of the wolf. <laughs> if you could sit on a table with three people for a chat, who would it be? Um, my mom, my brother, and my cousin Will. Okay. Um, favorite footballer? Oh, goodness. Mm, see? See? He's starting. Can excuse, you see that? Excuse me, my American is showing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? My uh -huh. favorite footballer would probably be... Oh, goodness. I would say... Jesse Lingard. For the simple fact that he's come to Miss Lily's so many times. <laughs> and he's just a nice guy. I don't know anything about stats. Uh -huh. I couldn't even tell you the team he plays okay. for. You see how... And I'll tell you something about this guy, yeah? I actually meant American footballer. Okay. For the first time... Okay. I've termed it as your... Yeah, I, you know what? I appreciate that. Because I can't say the S word. Soccer. I, yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't bring it to... I, I can't. I can't. It doesn't I just, taste right. Just, yeah, I can't do it. So, favorite American footballer? Oh, favorite American footballer ever of all time. Hmm. Either Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, okay. Um, best athlete you've ever seen? My father. Mm. Really? 
that man was an amazing athlete. Okay. Like all amazing. all genetics aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as someone who was slightly on he was I think 1.82 meters for all for all okay. my metric people okay, out there. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he could 360 windmill dunk. Wow. I've seen him do backflips. I've seen him do incredibly athletic things mm. that he is one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my whole life. Okay. If you could have any actor replay you in a movie, who would you have? <laughs> there you go. Any actor replay me in a movie? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I think there's so many great actors out there right now. I was just watching uh, Gladiator mm. and watching Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh. Now, he has nothing to do with me, doesn't look like me, doesn't make right, any sense. Right. But just as an amazing actor, um, he's top-notch. He's okay. absolutely top-notch. Um, before people started slapping people, yeah. Will Smith's always <laughs> up there. But yeah, <laughs> got to keep your hands to yourself, kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ice baths or sauna? Uh, depends on why. But... Ice, ice baths are the fountain of youth. I hate them. I am a big okay. sissy when it comes to ice baths. <laughs> I hate the cold. I appreciate everything that they do because they they are beautiful uh -huh. in recovery. Uh -huh. They're awful. Okay. <laughs> They're awful. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Tea. Favorite book? Oh, um, um, Roll Doll Where the Sidewalk Ends. Okay. Favorite album? Michael Jackson Thriller. Mm. Uh, funniest member of High Beams? Namdi. <laughs> One take Nando's. Absolutely Namdi. <laughs> Favorite coach? Oh, man. Coach Paul Rhodes. Okay. He was my defensive backs coach at the University of Pittsburgh. And to this day, if he was like, Ian, I need you to run through that wall, I absolutely would. Okay. We're going to have to take this into the break because we've got 10 seconds till the Asher prayer. As soon as we come back, I'm going to continue the fire round with my man Ian Riddick on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Uma Adori on Pulse 95. It sure is that time. And we were kind of midway Halftime Show fire round. So let's go straight into it, Ian. How Bring do you it. define yourself in... How do you define yourself in three words? I am stubborn. I, I am, am stubborn. <laughs> Okay, there it is. I am stubborn. Those who know, know. He was going to keep going. <laughs> uh, uh, reset. Yeah. The word reset, I'm going to throw it out. There. You mean the greatest book in, in the UAE right now? Go on. I love this guy. Go on. Uh, mental health. Mm. So that's again, I'm just throwing words. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, okay. Mm. Mental health. Um, vastly overlooked. Okay. Uh, veganism. Don't know much about it. Plant-based diets. Uh, I eat cookies for dinner sometimes, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not that person. <laughs> um, <laughs> most athletic person you trained with? GL Sorry. Wow. Okay. Uh, what is fit? Ooh, mm. that is. You know what? That is a great question. Mm. For me, being fit is being a combination of physically comfortable mm -hmm. and mentally comfortable mm -hmm. with yourself okay and how do you stay mentally fit um i stay mentally fit by trying to continue to learn and stay open-minded mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. how i try to stay mentally fit because the more knowledge you have the more you can understand the things around you Mm -hmm. The unknown is one of the scariest things for human beings to experience. Mm. And 
knowledge takes fear out of a lot of things. Okay. So if, for me, knowledge is a way to, to stay mentally fit. Yoga. Love it. Okay. Love yoga. I don't do enough of it. Mm -hmm. um, yoga isn't necessarily as spiritual for me as it is for a lot of people, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the physical elements of yoga, the stretching, the poses, the strength that comes with yoga, I, I am a big fan of yoga. The importance of emotional intelligence. <laughs> emotional intelligence mm -hmm. is vastly underrated, mm -hmm. and I have a dear friend of mine, her name is Reem. She regularly um, comments on the fact that she thinks I'm very emotionally intelligent. So if she said it to be true, obviously it's true. I like it. I like it. Um, favorite podcast? <clears throat> right now, I'm mm -hmm. listening to the Pivot podcast. Okay. Um, with Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder, and Fred Taylor. That's okay. something that I enjoy a lot of. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. I'm a fan of the Rocky series. Same, man. Same. Yeah. Favorite Rocky movie? Rocky Four. Tupac or Biggie? That's not fair. <laughs> um, Biggie, in my opinion, was a better lyricist. Okay. Tupac, his emotion is unmatched in his in his music. He makes you feel something, uh -huh. and and Biggie can put words together like no one has ever been able to since. Okay. Nas or J Cole? Oh, J Cole. Okay. Okay. And um, the UAE. Yes. Give me something about the UAE. Um, has made my life, has enriched my life so much since I've moved here mm -hmm. based on the simple fact that as Americans, we don't travel enough. Mm -hmm. The amount of culture that I've encountered, the versions of normal that I've been exposed to has made me a much better human being. Mm -hmm. So... When I, so the UAE, uh, thank you, is what I would say. Wim Hof, do you know Wim Hof? Iceman. Yeah. Go okay, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's, have you, have you done, um, done much of his breathing techniques? Or? I have not. Okay. Um, no, I have not. I'm going to send you some stuff. Okay. That's some cool stuff. Okay. Uh, last one. I know we went into two segments, guys, but I had a lot of things I wanted to ask him. Um, your experience on the halftime show. Are you kidding me? It's like being home. I love this. <laughs> this is fantastic. I, I get to sit and have a conversation with a dear friend of mine who I'd have a conversation with anyway. Absolutely. I'm you just know, glad that you guys get to listen to this. I was so tempted to switch seats just to see if they'd recognize. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd notice. Yeah. I just start hitting all the buttons. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, real quick, shout out to Lil John. If you're listening to this, yeah. the homie John is an amazing human being. So shout out to John one time. Yeah, there you go. And he actually doesn't know him, guys. He's not just saying that. So actually, anyway, actually. Yeah. Um, listen, you've got a lot of amazing things happening at the moment. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, off, off record, uh, thank you for being the person that you are. The, the role you play for the community, not just high beams, but a lot of people, um, 25 hours, uh, you name it. A lot of things that you do uh, don't go unnoticed, and a lot of people can relate to what I'm saying now. Thank you for being you, my man. But I appreciate that. That thank you for putting people on this platform to speak their truths. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we can't do it without you. I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. Would you come back again tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Tomorrow will be someone else's show. But yes, we're going to bring it back on uh, every Saturday, Monday, and Wednesday. You can catch the Halftime Show on Pulse95 Radio in the Heart of Sharjah. And if you do miss our episodes, don't worry. All of our podcasts are available on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, 
or if you prefer a visual and you want to see this handsome guy's face right here on the YouTube channel, you can go to the YouTube channel Pulse95 Radio and you can find all of our episodes there. We talk about important things like mental health, gut health and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. You want to sign us out, brother? Um... <laughs> One time for the one time, Omar Dury, Pulse95 Radio, the heart of Sharjah. Thank you for having me. We are out. Take care, folks. Have a blessed day.